Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Paul Christ is going to join us, Wisconsin head football coach. Your homeboy. That's right. I mean, it's been a long time. The last time I talked to him was a year ago, so I don't know <laughs> if he cares about me any longer. <laughs> well, you want him to talk to you a year round? Uh, well, it's on me, too, because I do have his number, yep. and I haven't. I, there's a couple of times. I don't know if you're like this, but, like, I've always take the I'd rather not bother this guy route because mm-hmm. I don't know what it stems from, but I, I in, not that he would be angry that I reached out. I mean, we had a really good relationship when both of us were in Pittsburgh. I'm sure he'd you know be happy to return text, but I just feel like I don't need to bother him with this. You know, I mean, he's, it's, he's in the middle of the season. A couple of times I want to congratulate him on a win. And I, I figured this doesn't gonna this isn't gonna mean anything to him. I don't want to bother the guy. He's busy, so right. that's yeah. why I always lean towards that. But then I regret doing that because you know it could I could keep in touch a little bit more, and I don't. Yeah, I'm with you. I fall into that camp. Yeah, these cats are busy enough, and when they do get some downtime, why would they want to be dealing with us, right? Exactly. That's that's my mentality. Yeah, right. When they have some downtime, what does he want to? Oh, look at his phone and have to write back something to me. Like he's probably, you know, whatever, whatever. But uh, yeah, so he'll uh, he'll join us, and I always like talking to the guy. You know, he is uh, <laughs> he's not he's not someone who is as uh, gregarious with the media as other college football head coaches. But I was always able to jive with him to the point where I get him to say a little bit more. See, there you the go. And, and that's why we're going to make a great team when we, we, we tag team Steven Espinosa tomorrow. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I knew it. I knew you had it in you. Yeah. You got more out of Coach Chris. It's got to be harder to get something out of a college, big-time college football coach than it is out of, not to say Steven Espinosa is the head of Showtime Sports, isn't big-time, but you would think that'd be more difficult, right? <laughs> yeah. The, the head coach? Yeah, prob- probably. But, I mean, Espinosa right now is the man. I mean, he's the head of Showtime Sports. He's got this big Mayweather-McGregor fight, and he's going to be in studio with us, and we're going to try to get some tickets from him and maybe even a flight out there. Yeah. Hey, listen, we're still CBS as of right now. I know that there's another company that is merging with us, and we're going to be that other company at some point when deal goes through. But we're still CBS. Showtime is CBS. So it's a company expense. He's taking a couple employees out there. That's what it is. That's all he's there doing. You go. Write it all off. That's all, that's all that's he's it. doing. That's, he's helping out some colleagues and some friends. Yeah. Yeah. And who wants a ball? Who wouldn't want us around? You know? Yeah. 
I mean, the Duck loved us when we were at the national title game. Yeah. Puddles loved us. That was the last sporting event we were at together. It was like the first day we did the show together. True. Yeah. <laughs> we, 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 <laughs> we have not I'm gotten anything you. else. I, I'm done with you and your recording devices. <laughs> yeah, seriously. That was like the only time we ever saw a game together. And we went to the Super Bowl. We didn't go to the game, but right. we did go to the Super Bowl the week yeah. before together. So it was True. at least that. Uh, the Cavaliers story continues to churn uh you had an adrian wozenarowski uh, column saying that it's very unlikely that lebron's going to stay because of this dan gilbert lebron james cavaliers thing that is still going on for some reason also chris sheridan do you remember chris sheridan the last time we talked about chris sheridan was all the way back with the decision when he said that well, no, it wasn't a decision. It was the, the second one. It was the 2014 one where Chris Sheridan said that he was 90% sure that LeBron was going to leave Miami and go back yes. to Cleveland. Yes. And he was the first one to say it. No one was saying it. And it ended up to be the truth. Well, Chris Sheridan yesterday was back on the scene at Sheridan Hoops. And he said, NBA source said today, this will be LeBron's final season in Cleveland. He is 100% leaving. Relationship with owners is beyond repair. Now, there were a lot of denials right after that. Uh, Joe Varden, who I believe is a local media guy out in Cleveland, said, for what it's worth, damn it, I'm on vacation. Three sources close to LeBron said his latest tweet about him is 100% false. And Alex Kennedy, NBA on Twitter, also said LeBron camp is vehement vehemently denying this report that source is totally off especially about the relationship between lebron and ownership so take all of that and do what you want with it <laughs> yeah please uh, and in the reports that that Kyrie and lebron uh, actually got together in Florida, and yeah. all see like all these meetings for the Cavs, they always take part in in Florida. I guess uh, LeBron still has a home down there, and and because remember Dan Gilbert flew down there to meet with him in yep. Florida, and 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 so now apparently Kyrie has done the same, and and no fisticuffs or anything like that to report. Uh, but it's interesting uh, this this whole Kyrie deal. We all agree Kyrie has no leverage here. Uh, the Cavs have all the leverage. LeBron has all the leverage because he's holding this whole train up. And 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 how about, though, I was thinking about this, how about if we are to believe Chris Sheridan that LeBron is out after this year, he's done, he's moving on. How about they trade LeBron and hang on to Kyrie since they're going to lose LeBron anyway? Yeah, this is but something. He would have to, he would have to waive the, his no-trade clause. But how about this? Hey, man, we're going to throw you a bone. You don't want to be here. Let's get something for you. Why don't you help us out by allowing us to get something for you, and we ship you off. Yeah, this is something that we briefly touched on when it first happened, and I I just I, I don't think that it's anywhere near a possibility. First off, LeBron James is someone who is never going to, this far ahead of time, say what he's going to do. If you remember when he left Miami for Cleveland, he was on a plane the day before he made the decision to go back or made it public. He was on a plane with Dwayne Wade, his best friend, and yeah. didn't even tell him at that point. 
So LeBron is not someone who's going to go to the Cavaliers and go, yeah, I'm definitely leaving at the end of the year. He's just, he's not. So if you're the Cavaliers, you have to, unfortunately, be held hostage by LeBron James, and maybe he ends up staying, but you sure as hell can't trade the guy because you're not going to know for a fact what his intentions are. Well, I, I think you, you have an inkling, an idea, having known him, worked with him, been around him, and, and listening to all uh, the, the, the noise on the periphery, you, you're able to sift through that and know from your interactions and, and, and just the, the, the feel around that facility uh, what's going to happen. I think you, you'd have a, a good gut feeling about what's going to transpire after this next season with LeBron James. So if that's the case, you sit down with he and his representatives, hey, we, we, we feel like uh, you, you're not going to be here after the 2017-2018 season. Help us out, even though you're not obligated to do that, and allow us to move you. There's a rapper-actor named Little Dicky, who is, uh, I, I believe, <laughs> he's, he's a white guy. And okay. he he does these horrible PSAs about condom usage that are always playing on on overnight radio when I'm driving in. I can't. Oh. And what's his name again? Little Dicky. So okay, he goes. I'm rapper actor model Little Dicky, and I want to talk about something serious for a moment. Condom usage. I think we're getting a little laissez faire, which is the wrong way to use that phrase. It drives me crazy. <laughs> laissez faire about condom use in this country, guys. And I just, I can't, that's the only thing I know about him is those stupid commercials that I have to hear <laughs> every day of my life. I turn it off as soon as, I, hi, I'm rapper actor, boom, I just turn it right off. Mm. can't stand the guy. But anyway, uh, Lil Dicky was on Twitter, and he wasn't talking about condom usage in the country. He was talking about LeBron James. And he said that the Cavaliers need to trade LeBron James. He said, if I'm Cleveland, I'm 1,000% trading LeBron James. So guess who responds to Lil Dicky of all LeBron people? LeBron James. No, LeBron did not respond. Oh, uh, your boy out in Cali. <laughs> What's his name? The little rap, Lil B. No, 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 no. Someone very famous in the game of basketball. Oh, uh, oh, J.R. Smith. Kevin Durant responds. Oh, Kevin, Dick, Kevin. He's still on Twitter. Hook'em horns. Kevin Durant is always on Twitter. He is the spokesman for everybody. Yeah. He comes to everyone's defense. What did he say? He said, you can't trade a legend. He is Cleveland. He gets to hold the cards. Wow. Hmm. Okay. Durant, that's what he does in the summer, man. He tweets. He tweets. He does tweet. Yeah. He's I, hooked. And I, I kind of tend to agree with that, that, that LeBron, you just have to kind of I know that it sucks as an organization, but you kind of have to deal with it. You, you, I don't think you can you can make that first move on LeBron James. I think what you have to do is you got to wait it out. And here's the counter argument: if we are to believe that LeBron and uh, Dan Gilbert can't coexist, why the hell would he want to waive his no trade clause and help Dan Gilbert out by allowing them to trade him? for a, a, a mighty haul, uh, you might imagine. So why would he want to uh, be in, in a place to to uh, uh, essentially, you know, assist Dan Gilbert in the dismantle and then remantling of the team? I really am so confused by how <laughs> all of this happened. Like the Kyrie thing, I could talk myself through. 
And it made I, I got to a point where it's like, all right, this is why this makes a little bit of sense. But for LeBron James and Dan Gilbert to be in another feud like this. Now, I don't believe that they were in, it didn't seem like they were in a big feud prior to him leaving Cleveland. Of course, the the letter changed everything with that. And then they talked that out before he came back. But what in the hell could be going on in that building, in that city, in that organization after they've gone to three straight finals and won one of them? What could be so bad between these guys that LeBron James wants to leave there again? I find that really hard to believe. You want to tell me the firing of David Griffin meant that much to LeBron James that he wants out now? No, I think what it is is that LeBron James wants to win more titles, and he wants to get on a team in a situation that is better than the one he's on now and in a situation where he believes that he has a better chance of taking on Golden State. And if he thinks that that's elsewhere after the end of next year, that's where he's going to go. I mean, this relationship with Dan Gilbert, with him wanting out, what is so bad? Do they even talk? Do they even see each other? What is it? Well, I don't I don't believe they do, but LeBron has done what he set out to do. He's accomplished what he, he set out to accomplish there for the Cleveland Cavaliers. He doesn't have to do a, a, another thing in the way of bringing them a championship, although he wants to, and he tried mightily a, a season ago. But he has done more than enough. Uh, he's more than lived up to the coming home uh, goal he set. So uh, if he leaves uh, a second time, uh, while there will be those who are upset, I don't think you see the jersey burning that that uh, we witnessed when he, he made the decision to go to Miami. So uh, if he cuts ties with Dan Gilbert, he's done more than enough. He has nothing to regret. Yeah, uh, I, I can't believe that we're in this situation. and I never thought that I'd be talking about LeBron James leaving again, but it seems like every time you, you turn around, there's another report about him going, and why would you go to the Western Conference? I mean, everybody keeps saying the Lakers, the Lakers, the Lakers. And then also people mention the Sixers, him going to the Sixers because all the young talent that they have. And that makes a little bit more sense to me because it's the Eastern Conference. But why would you go to the West if you're LeBron? I mean, maybe you're thinking, okay, if I can get past the the Warriors, then I know that I'm going to win the championship. Like, I don't know what – I I don't know. I, would ne- I wouldn't even go – his – his legacy has been built on feasting in the Eastern Conference. I mean, that's what he's done. Why would you want to leave that well, comfy bed? Because uh, uncharted waters. Okay, let's go rule the West or see if we can. So that's the next big, next big challenge. I've won the East, couple titles. Uh, so let's let's go out west and see if we can conquer Golden State. That's so stupid. I think it's this it's the it's the challenge. Oh come on, a challenge chartered. Who wants to go into uncharted waters? You go you, with the you go with skipper. the you go where the waters are chartered. Yeah, but I still I mean I like exploring, but I got the GPS. I got the <laughs> I got the charts, man. I'm not I'm not about to go into the waters that don't have the charts. Eh, we'll see how it plays out. Who the hell knows? I'm getting sick of them, though, man. I really am. I really am getting sick of all this Cavalier drama because when you're a fan of a team who has been so incredibly, disgustingly bad for basically, I mean, the last time we're talking, you know, late 90s was the last time that I believed that the Knicks had a shot of doing anything. 
And I mean, even in the 2000s, when you'd see them go to a, they went to the what 2004, they got swept by the Nets in the first round. I mean, it's just they've they've never been anything in recent memory. And then you see what the Cavaliers have now and how it's crumbling. You're thinking, like, how do you let that happen? I mean, just hold on to it as long as you can, will you? Everyone's trying to get off the Titanic. And, and Kyrie, he, he's he's like, I, there's this uncertainty. It's too much. I want to go elsewhere. But that being said, you know, how are you going to – what are you willing to give up for Kyrie Irving? And, and the, the Cavs, it's warranted, are asking for a lot. Yeah, of course. Well, they – and they're going to stick with him. He's going to have to play there, and they'll go back to the finals again. And they might even win it again. Who knows? We're coming right back. This is 15-year NFL veteran Takeo Spikes, and you're listening to Gio and Jones on CBS Sports Radio. Want to experience great live music? Go to LiveNation.com to buy tickets to Arcade Fire, Imagine Dragons, Jay-Z, Guns N' Roses, Bruno Mars, the biggest country artists, and more. The greatest concerts give you the best memories are at LiveNation.com. Get tickets now. It is Gio and Jones across the country on CBS Sports Radio, sign up. To Guys, be... th- there's a new. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Do you read? I'm sorry. I say my question. Go ahead. <laughs> sign up to be an Overwards member today and start earning instantly. Overwards members earn five dollars back for every hundred fifty points you earn. It's fast, easy, and free, and only at O'Reilly Auto Parts. See store for details. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts. Better prices. <laughs> Every day. Go ahead. You, you, you'd think I'd know the uh, the protocol on this show, but hey, that's all right. Uh, question: I had a question about Imagine Dragons. This this new my one of my new favorite songs. Thunder is that old or is that new? I don't uh, know. Imagine Dragon. I'm not You're sure. Not I'm not. I'm not really a. Every time one of their songs comes on the radio, I change the channel. Mm, okay. I not. I don't like them. Gotcha. Yeah. Sorry. All right. I dig them. Which what is which one is Thunder? Thunder? You want to Thunder's try to find that song. Pete for for Brian? I'm sorry, Pete's all I'm angry. I'm just wondering. You know me. I'm I'm late to the party. I'm just wondering if it's old or new. Just just play the very beginning. Of it's it. can It's new. There can't it's be new. any can't yes. be any curses in it. Great. How new are we talking about? Do you can Last you sing it? Thunder. 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 I don't know. I don't think I've heard that. Come on, Pete. Just put put into YouTube. <laughs> Type in thunder. Yeah, you, you Thanks, like Mike. Mike's in rendition? No, I. <laughs> I bet you if I hear the real one, I'll I'll know. Pete's searching techniques aren't always the best. I've noticed. That's it. This is it. Yes. Yeah, we're not at the hook yet. This isn't bad, actually. Mm-hmm. For you. I I don't think this is the right version. (laughs) Yes, it is. That's it. It is it. I wouldn't know. It's kind of yeah. I don't know about the background singer, but this is it. Pete finds the weirdest verses everything. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Where he calls on like top. alternative universe YouTube mm-hmm. to find these things. Uh, all right. Uh, Brad Heller is back. Uh, Brad, do you dig Imagine Dragons? 
I don't mind them. Yeah. I think a couple of their yeah. songs I do want to change the channel, but what was that one uh not uh, not Thunderwood Believer? I I kind of dig that one. Well, I, I just dig Radioactive and, and and this one now. So, that's all I know about them. Is the uh the one you're talking about starts off like first things first. Yeah, that one. Ba ding, ba ba ding, ba. Yeah, it's For whatever I reason I like <laughs> That's the one first things first whop well, right off. First things first, I'm gonna change the channel. <laughs> yeah, basically. It, yeah. <laughs> You guys. Well, I mean, I don't know. I don't. I, there's a lot of stuff I like. I've just decided at this point in my life, if I'm listening to something, it has to make me happy. It has oh, to make me okay. feel good. Like there was a, a whole stretch of my life where you know I listen to stuff that was you know there'd be angry people singing or there'd be some sort of message in the song. Now I don't want any of that. It's too heavy for me. I just want. It's something that's like light and with a there's a beat and there's like a, a no message in the song. Just some gotcha. mindless. Just, just, no, not this. No. <laughs> this is the most, This is garbage. No, no, no. Get this off now, Pete. I'm telling that you, man. Makes you happy? No, it Come doesn't. On. It, I have a physical reaction to that. Negative. <laughs> It really it makes my stomach hurt. Oh, Body just started jerking around like. Oh, <laughs> it's really, no, it's smooth jazz. Brad and me are just they we do do not jive. He loves it, Brad. Oh, hey, little Kenny G, with your yes, bacon, egg, and cheese in the morning. <laughs> do not do not put my favorite thing and my least favorite thing together in the same sentence. Right? Get that bacon, egg, and cheese away from Kenny G. Oh. What do you rock out to, Brad? I mean, I feel like you you listen to like classical music and stuff. What gives you that? My neon green shirt. Does that give you that? I like <laughs> classical music. Is no, that what I this mean, is? I just I, I, I He's picture... probably into some gothic. No. No, no, I picture him in some chair with a pipe, you know, legs crossed. Wow, listening to <laughs> Beethoven. Yeah, this is how I picture Brad in his house. And maybe when I was seven and my parents forced me to play the piano. Oh, really? <laughs> Can't you see Brad? Look at Brad right now, Mike. You see him? Can't you see him in a chair with some horrible upholstery just sitting there, you know, with, with a pipe and maybe like a, a plate of olives and, and meats that he's snacking on and being like, oh, well, tomorrow I have to. <laughs> Got to get up at 3 a.m. again. and I wear a bathrobe just at any time of day. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ascot. <laughs> Ascot. <laughs> so I guess it'll it'll surprise you then um, to learn that I actually have a very, very specific uh, knowledge of 90s R&B. That's really? my. That's, that's actually my wheelhouse. Wow! Yeah, nineties <laughs> R&B, like like En Vogue, Boys like En Vogue, Boys to Men. Wow. New edition. Wow. Let's well, go back oh. a little before the nineties, but Man. yeah, I am surprised. Yeah, that's, damn. See, you yep. can't profile these days. Man. No, no diggity. <laughs> One twelve. All those oh, uh, all peaches those. and cream. Yeah, all those. <laughs> can you uh, can you sing a little damn. end of the road for us, boys to men? No, I, I'll I'll do I'll do a Samuel L. Jackson monologue for you on the spot. But say, singing "Boys to Men," I, I don't want to. I'll make love to you. Can you <laughs> sing a little of this for us? No. And I'll hold you tight. There you go. That's all. Oh come on! All you, through let's go. the night. There you go. <laughs> yes, Brad Heller. Now this is what I sing in a bathrobe at three in the afternoon with a <laughs> pipe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 90s R&B. Yep, that's it. 
Do you go to concerts and stuff? I know. Boys- I have. Oh, I've gone to a bunch of them. Wow. Yeah, I saw the new edition reunion tour when they first got back together in the nineties. <laughs> yeah. No way. Oh yeah, boys to men. I've seen a couple times. Wow. Damn, you, you cannot pigeonhole or exactly. Or think you know someone anymore? Wow. <laughs> exactly. You're the last person I would think was rocking out to R and B. Yeah, me too. Wow. Mm. Amazing, Brad. You go, Brad. We have a newfound respect. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, well you the man. <laughs> happy to surprise you in any way that I can. <laughs> Brad Heller he does have an update for us. He's not just here to sing boys to men. So what is going on? All right, guys. This report brought to you by the National Association of Realtors. Whether you're buying or selling, get every advantage you can. Get Realtor. The Dodgers lead Major League Baseball with 10 walk-off wins. They scored three runs in the bottom of the ninth, beat the White Sox. Five to four, Yasiel Puig won it with a two-run double after Logan Forsythe started the rally with an RBI double. Gets the Dodgers to 51 games over 500. You know, I, I've seen some some great teams, and it's uh, it's always surprising, you know, how they just find ways to win. And uh, we're, we're doing that this year. And it's not, um, I think it's just from the talent that's in this room and just kind of the mindset that, uh, the preparation from you know, you know up top the down. Dodgers pretty much matched the Red Sox comeback at Fenway, <laughs> down by the same score in the bottom of the ninth. I like this. This is good. <laughs> yeah, this, this is, is good. This is an instrumental, so you don't have to worry about anything. Okay, it's, cool. It's, uh, oh, no. You know, I've never, I've never done an update to some kind of '90s R&B track. So this, <laughs> this is a dream come true right now. <laughs> What's the name of this one, Pete? Hold on, hold on. You're never on, gonna right? get it. And yeah. Bo- yeah. yeah. <laughs> never, right. never going to get it. <laughs> Go ahead, old boy. I'm here for your amusement. <laughs> oh, <laughs> The Dodgers pretty much matched the Red Sox comeback at Fenway. They were down by the same score at bottom of the ninth. Boston scored three times. Mookie Betts, who I bet likes en vogue. He had a walk-off <laughs> two-run double. The Red Sox as the Cardinals 5-4. to four. Boston still leads the Yankees by four and a half in the AL East. Yankees beat the Mets third night in a row, 5-3. to three. Aaron Judge going where very few players go at City Field. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Oh, did he hit a rocket. And Ioannis Cespedes in left field did not move a muscle. Because the ball traveled 457 feet. Oh. Landed in the upper deck. John Sterling called that WFAN in New York. Judge did strike out, though, for a 33rd straight game, a new major league record for one season. No home runs for Giancarlo Stanton. The streak ended at six games in a row. Marlins beat the Giants, though, 8-1. to one. Cubs over the Reds, 7-6. to six. Chicago's lead in the Central. Game and a half on the Brewers. Beat the, Brewers, or beat the Pirates by that same score. Cardinals are two and a half back. <laughs> I like you. It's getting louder and... In the background, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) Got to project a little bit more, man. Yeah. NFL news. The Browns will start Brock Osweiler in their second preseason game Monday against the Giants. Rookie Deshaun Kaiser will be the backup. Kelly Bryant, the junior, is going to be Clemson's starting quarterback. The expected starter when the defending champs open against Kent State September 2nd. And we're nine days away from Mayweather-McGregor. The two fighters will now wear eight-ounce gloves instead of the usual mandatory 10 ounces. Hmm. That's all I got. Okay. You got some total? Can we go from en vogue to total? Oh, total. <laughs> wow. wow. I um, mean, do you, what do you wear when you go to these concerts? Do you dress like a, <laughs> a 90s R&B artist, like something that boys to men would wear in one of their videos? Yeah, so, yeah whoever you go with, you have to just wear matching outfits. <laughs> 
Sort of like like crisscross. <laughs> well, you can wear it backwards too, but boys to men, you know, they still wear everything the same. So, or maybe they're they don't that, anymore. They're, they're they used that to. Geico commercial. They are. I'm missing the fourth member, though. I kind of miss, you know, oh the deep voice uh, guy. Deep voice guy. He, I mean, he's gone, right? He's he gone. left. No, he he's left. still there, is he? No, no he's he, gone. Yeah, Brad would know. <laughs> Clearly, I mean, I got the updates with the fan club. <laughs> <laughs> the blasts they send out once Get a month. You, you, <laughs> no, when, when I was um, what twelve, ten years old, maybe I think I did attempt to join the Boys to Men fan club. Oh my but that was all through mail, you know. It wasn't like you signed right. up online. It was, you know. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Those are the days. Those huh? are the days. You know. Here you go. Hey. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Look at these little boy. total. He just got so like the. You want to perk me up in the morning? You play a little nineties R and B. What it the is? Look Can't on you your face it? when this started what playing. I gotta be honest. Of all the things I thought we'd ever talk about in this room, this was <laughs> near the bottom. Ladies <laughs> and gentlemen, and then uh, Biggie's on uh, a remix of this song. I yes. believe. Yeah. Yes, you're right. Yes, he is. Man. I mean, look at you, there Brad. You go. <laughs> I'm just here to spread the joy. <laughs> <laughs> Look at where we came from the last couple days. I you mean, know, really, my birthday hangover, which sent you guys down the misery hole. <laughs> yeah, and then today, <laughs> how much you hate Thursdays? Yeah, because you have not two anymore days. though. Yeah. Not anymore. <laughs> Thursdays were the worst days. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brad. Well, boy. I know what's happening on tomorrow's show. I can't wait. <laughs> Every update will have a different I mean, 90s yeah. R&B bed for you. Amazing. Balbiv DeVal, just keep throwing them at me. <laughs> I've never seen a man so happy. I really haven't. I wish we were here to see this, Brian. All oh. right. Cool. All right. See you, man. Back to work. All right. So, uh, Brian, we'll be back here tomorrow, though, to be able to butter yes. up Steven Espinoza. So we, we, this is something we definitely need you in studio for because if you yeah. were on ISDN, there's no way I'd be able to right, do this right. myself. And, and, and the fact that he and I, we have so much in common as we identified when we had him on via the telephone. Yeah. You know, he attended UCLA. He's from Texas, West Texas town of El Paso. Use some of that hand that lotion person. that you have that smells so good right before he walks in. Yes. That yes. stuff create the atmosphere. You know? Should we apply that? Apply that where? What? Apply that tomorrow. Yes, on our hands. Yes. yes yeah. Yes. That's what I, yes. Yes. That's right. <laughs> that's what we're gonna do. Of uh, course, on the hand. Where else would you, man, you are? What is wrong with you this morning? Nothing. That, that boys to men. <laughs> man, it got to you. Well, no, you stopped. You were like, apply that, and I was like, I was waiting for you to finish the sentence. That's well, it was what. obvious. Okay. Hands. It's a hand cream. Paul Christ. Just for just for hands. Yes. Paul Christ joins us <laughs> next. Keep it right here. This is two time NBA champion Shane Battier, and you're listening to Gio and Jones on CBS Sports Radio. Hi, this is U.S. men's soccer legend Landon Donovan, and you're listening to Gio and Jones on CBS Sports Radio. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Greg Giannotti, Brian Jones, Gio and Jones across the country on CBS Sports Radio. Joining us right now, head football coach at Wisconsin. One of my favorite people in sports. 
And someone, if we keep him longer than we're supposed to, won't <laughs> yell at his PR guy like Nick Saban did when we kept him on for 22 minutes. That's Paul Christ. Paul, good morning. Thanks for joining us. How are you? I'm doing well. It's good to hear your voice. Yes, same here, man. And, yeah, we had Nick Saban on. We kept him on for 22 minutes because the SID didn't give us a time limit. And then he screamed at his SID. The guy <laughs> screamed at, at our producer. And he said, you're never going to get him again. What are you guys, nuts? No. <laughs> I mean, I haven't reached that status. No, 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 you haven't. You're on so your no way, though. no time limit, Coach. No time limit this morning. <laughs> yeah, well, we actually have a time limit because the show's going to end in like 13 minutes. But, uh, but, yeah, I figured you'd get a kick out of that one. He actually ended the interview on us. <laughs> he said, he goes, guys, I got a meeting. So uh, I hope to talk to you again. Click. Oh. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, it, it was. Uh, so, I mean, you've. it seems like uh, things are going pretty well for you, uh, clearly. And I know when you go into these jobs, and you're probably going to give me the answer of like, oh, I didn't have any expectations, or I go day by day, or some bull crap, right? But, <laughs> but like, I know that you at least, because it's human nature, have an idea of the way things should be going or the way things you want them to go a certain way so what you thought of when you took the job to where you are right here today are they going the way that you envision them to go you know i don't know if it's how i envision it it's and i think you do as a you know, when you take these you certainly have a vision and a hope of the way things go and yet uh i don't know if you ever you know, when I went to Pittsburgh, I didn't quite know what I was getting into. And, and even though I was at Wisconsin three years before, when I came back, I didn't really know. I thought I, I mean, I certainly had a, a good idea, but I didn't know kind of what all had gone on. And, and so you just then try to see what you have and, and then adjust to it. And it's uh, the things that I did feel pretty confident going in were, you know, the kids and, and who we, the type of kids we were going to coach and, and, kind of the standard that you could hold them to, that hadn't changed. And yet, you know, you're getting to know different personalities and and kind of where they had been the last few years. And so um, you don't you don't know how each year is going to play out and, and with injuries and, and what happens. So um, I don't try to have a big picture of, like, this is what's going to be. Because, you know, Greg, hope is not a method. I like that. You can't do it, so you just kind of you, you get that it. out of a fortune cookie, or do you think that <laughs> up? A... Someone told it to me because I I'm not smart enough to come up with that on my own, but I liked it. Yeah, no, it is a good one. I'm going to use that too. Now I'm going to steal that from. You. Uh, hope is <laughs> hope is not a what? It took me about ten times to get it right. So hope is not a method, Brian. Is hope is not a method. Yeah. Cool, I wish you, especially not in this business where they they keep score for a reason. Uh, Coach, when you look at your your coaching style is are there certain things you point to each season that you you try to tweak like a player would his game yeah i think you're always trying to you know we ask the players to get better every day and and i think if you're not asking that out of yourself it's pretty uh, hypocritical and and so i think it's what it's being you know for us like i know these kids that We've been with them for three years now, and so you should know their strengths, and then you, you play your schemes to it, and you, you still want to keep developing them and help them on their weaknesses, but I think each year you should know your team better and, therefore, what you're asking them to do, how you're doing it. Um, this year we've got kind of a, a group of seniors who have played a lot of football, and then you've got a young class, so how do you 
tweak camp, especially with the new rules, so that you're getting enough for the young guys that they can learn it, and, and the old guys, you're still pushing them, but you're not wearing them out. And so I think you're always trying to, to tweak what you do personally and how you set it up schedule-wise and schematically to fit your team. G. Owen Jones with Wisconsin head football coach Paul Christ across the country on CBS Sports Radio. Is it easier to balance the personal and professional life being back home, or is it more difficult because there's different challenges of being back home? There's more people that know you. There's more people that are asking you for stuff. Uh, how has that balance been for you? You, you know, I've been. Uh, it's been pretty similar, and uh, I think like my family, who you know, my mom's back in town here, and and the people I'm close with, they know kind of uh, when you go into the season, you're going to be locked into that, and so it's been uh, it's been good, and it's no more or no less than than it's ever been. Quarterback situation. It uh, looks like uh, Hornibrook's going to be your starter. Last year you, you had Houston there as well. He departs. So is it all Hornibrook's or we're going to have a, a tag team event going on early on at the quarterback position like last year? No, we, it'll, be, uh, it'll be Alex Alex's uh, team. And, and yet, you know, we've got to do a good job. We've got two freshmen behind them. So um, it's our job to kind of get them ready. You know, Jack Cohn's had a really good – Ball. He came early. He's from Long Island, and uh, and yet we still just got to get him to where he can feel comfortable in the offense and and go. So it's uh, it's definitely Alex's, but we got to make sure that we get um, you know the two behind him ready. Where on Long Island? He's uh, shoots right in the middle of it. I flew in. You flew in. I didn't call you. Oh, my bad. <laughs> you... I thought you'd be busy with your big dog. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I'm going to sit this one out unless you two just work. I you can't. Know, you, you guys have it. There's <laughs> no athletes on Long Island, too, so the chance of him coming back is like slim to none. So that was the <laughs> one chance I had him. We could have had lunch, something. I could have. Oh, we'll be you. back. Yeah, you know what? And we'll be back this year. I'm, I will make a point. Okay. I was in, and then I flew to uh, – I was in for about two hours. Oh, okay. All right. I don't. Uh, now I'm not as hurt. Initially, <laughs> so I was. Apparently, there are athletes on Long Island. There are. Coach, we are yeah. excited. <laughs> we are excited about Jack. You sound it. <laughs> we are excited. Know your, know your backyard, would you, Greg? <laughs> I, listen, I played high school football on Long Island, and when I played, there was no – everybody stunk. If you were good, like maybe Syracuse would look at you for a day. That was about it. So maybe <laughs> things have changed. I don't know. Good for these kids. Uh, as, as we talk to Paul Christ on – CBS Sports Radio. Uh, everything I read uh, about your defense, the secondary is the the first line, and everybody talks about how great it can be. Um, we were just talking about Saban before, but he gets angry when people write about his team being good or certain players because then the kids start to believe their press clippings. Do you run into any problems with that with uh, some of the better players or better units on your team? I think you're always – you want to keep them uh... – in a spot that I think this group, and we, we talked about it because Derek Tindall, who's a corner for us, and, and he was quoted, but and he came to me actually before I didn't read it, and he t- came to me, and he, and I think you, you want to make sure that they keep their edge, right? And and yet I love the fact that he came out and said that, you know, if we keep working, we can be really good, and I, and I agree with him. And as long as he's got that approach to it that, they haven't arrived yet. I think once anyone thinks that they've arrived, then they're in trouble and they start going backwards. So 
you know what Coach Saban talked about. I would agree, and and yet, you know what, they want to strive for that, and and to have the bar set high, I love it, and I think our group is capable of being a really good secondary, and and that's what's fun about the season. Is you got to go play it, and at the end of the year is when it really matters, and and yet, what they strive to be and and aspire to be, it's uh, you you want it you want it to be high expectations and lofty goals. Coach, you, you, your defense took a hit as they did a season ago. Uh, Jack Cicci, all everything linebacker, he's out with the ACL. But you had others step up last year when you dealt with injuries at that position. Of course, you lose Watt and Beagle uh, from that number as well. Uh, are, are you uh, at ease with what you have coming back to, with uh, the loss of the guys going to the NFL and Cicci? Yeah, you know, it's um, the first thing is like the guys that moved on the NFL and, and – one and, and T.J. Watt left early. You're happy for them to to be moving on, and and with with Jack, you know you feel bad because he missed the the second half of last season, and then rehabs, you know, get surgery, rehabs, it comes back, and and that's his senior year, and, and you feel sick that a guy's going to miss a year and a half, and and he's a guy that just loves playing the game, and and so for the individual, you feel bad. You know, I like the group that we have. Um, but they've got to they've got to kind of step up, and you know there's a lot of production that was lost, and, and yet you know, we've got a lot, number of players that have played a lot of games, but they've got to be a little bit better in their new role and in, in, in production, and, and so that's that's also the fun part about a season is that you got some of the same names, but their their role, their expectations uh, change, and and they should be ready for that. They should have grown through it, and so. Um, that's that's the beauty of having to play the season, but I like the group that we have. You know, this is getting worse because it's Sayville, where the kid is from, which is two towns <laughs> over from me. All right, it's where my <laughs> wife brings the dogs to get groomed. Paul, it's a cool, uh, it's a cool area. <laughs> yeah, it's it's on the South Shore. It's right there, so in the middle of the island. I mean, you were right. I, I just want to know what I was doing when you were in friggin' Sayville down the block. <laughs> He was, uh, and then he was like a lifeguard. Is there like a fire island or something? Yes. He was a lifeguard there. and uh, This is my new favorite kid. Yeah, he's he's a neat one. Uh, wow. All right, well. This t- is funny. Tell him he's got a new best friend. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and you better come back. Um, so when you, you think about uh, the, the expectations of a particular team and, and what the players think versus what you think, um, do you ever worry about what the players expect from the season, thinking, well, we're going to go back to the the conference championship game uh, no matter what? Is that a good thing or a bad thing that they have high expectations? I think it's a good thing that they have high expectations. I think our job is to make sure that uh, none of that just happens. And last year at this time, there was a lot of talk of how we were going to struggle going up against a really tough schedule. And I thought our, our players did a really good job of just focusing on kind of the the moment and not letting all the outside noise get to them. And now that the you could say that the script has been flipped, you know, and there's all this talk about what they're going to do, and now since they can't start believing the outside noise this year when they wanted to ignore it last year. So I think there's a number of guys – you know, particularly our juniors and seniors that lived that last year. And, yeah, I think as a coach, yeah, you're always worried about, and, and it goes on all through the season, you know, that they're getting so much 
people that are they're in their ears and talking, and you just want to keep them focused. And, and I think it's also the way that they can enjoy the season and not worrying about what's going to happen. Just focus and put your energy on on today or on that that week. And I think you have a I think you have a chance to enjoy the season more that way too. Unfortunately, we only have about 30 seconds left in the show. We love talking to you. Best of luck. I hope we get a chance to catch up during the season after a big win. I know there will be many, and we'll be rooting for you. Greg, I appreciate it. All right, thank you. <laughs> All right, see you guys. All right, Paul Christ, one of my favorite guys. It was insane. Two towels over? Yeah, I can't believe it. Well, I'm, well, I'm glad he's got a kid from Sable. I mean, I, I don't Chris pay- Rod would never do that to me. Yeah, I know. Seriously. <laughs> You're right about that. It's, it's really more Two of a referendum out. on me than it is anything yep. else. Yeah. Oh, that bummed me out. <laughs> <laughs> I should have known that there was a big time quarterback prospect like two towns over too. Yeah, but man. What I kind don't of pay sports broadcaster. Are you? <laughs> well, I don't pay attention to Long Island high school football anymore. I have two. I have like flashbacks. You know who should know? Bogus should know. He should have. <laughs> he should have told us about You're this right. kid. Geo and Jones. Talk to you tomorrow. CBS Sports Radio. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.